Welcome everyone to Didn't Hate It, the podcast where idiots review all kinds of stuff. We'll talk movie news, reviews with a couple of dudes, and sometimes a lady or two. Brought to you by the Soto Arts Institute. Good, I'm here with my good friend Rob Rock, aka Rob Smith, born as Rob Smith. You don't know. I don't know. Nobody. <laughs> you don't know, do you? <laughs> I really don't. Just don't call my wife Mrs. Rock or Lisa Rock. She's like, no. So now, what's your, what's your government name? <laughs> just kidding. I'll and then, um, Lewis, uh, Lewis, just being honest, in my phone, I was like trying to remember your last name this morning, <laughs> and it says Lewis from DAI. <laughs> so we from have Lewis from Lewis Di. Jennings. <laughs> Lewis Jennings. Yeah. yeah. Or Lewis from DAI. <laughs> Either way, right? Yeah. Either way. We're all kind of from DAI. Huh? Right? Yep. Yeah. If um, just talking to the park. Into, yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. So we are um, here filming uh, thanks to South Point Church. Um, we're actually not filming. We're just no, recording we're just audio. Recording. Yeah. I just rem- yeah. We're going to let you guys get used to our voices, and then we're going to shock you with our appearances because – I mean, like me, I'm tattooed up. I got face tattoos, <laughs> neck tattoos, knuckle tattoos, and Zach over here. How tall are you now? You say he says six five, but we know tall people lie about their height. He's more like six seven. It's, it's kind of like uh, you ever read a book and then you like imagining all these people, and then they they like cast the movie. You're like this is not what I thought the person is going to look like. Yeah, and Lewis is this short, tiny little white guy. It's crazy. <laughs> So we'll shock you one day. Yeah. So imagine what we look like, and then uh, comment below what you think I look like. Yes, I am a Southern Belle, so um, just imagine away. <laughs> but yeah, guys, we got uh, we got some stuff going on. You know, we have um, we're going to talk about nobody in a little bit. The movie. How with- do you talk about nobody? Is this like Seinfeld? A show about <laughs> nothing? Shh. A film about <laughs> nobody. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a podcast where the points don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nah, and then uh, we got some news. But um, before we get into all that, guys, are just well, Lewis is this is your first time on the podcast? Uh, so yeah. tell us just a little bit about yourself, and how welcome. you got involved with us. Uh, thank yeah, you. It's good to have you, man. Uh, thank Looking you. Good over there. Thank you. you Sounded good, maybe. Well, <laughs> man. It depends on if I'm close enough to the mic. Yeah, get even uh, closer, man. Come on. All right. Uh, well, I just really love filmmaking ever since I was a little kid. I just love watching the behind the scenes on like all the DVDs I had when I was like a, like really young. And I think that kind of inspired me to becoming a filmmaker. Just really sort of excited me seeing how they actually made the movies. Yeah. Right on. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Lewis has been uh, working with DI some doing a lot of audio stuff. Yeah, he's working mm-hmm. with Rockwell Visual. We just did a PGA shoot the other day. Yeah. Um, and uh, Lewis came out and ran audio. Sounds great, by the way. I've oh. already turned in the footage. And oh, thank you. Good job, man. Yeah. I, see, that's just something I was never either interested in, or I, I don't have a good ear, so I don't know if I could ever be the audio guy. Because, like, can you hear anything? I I really don't know. <laughs> you know, I got a good eye though. I got good twenty twenty vision. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, so yeah. So y'all met us before. Again, my name's Zach Smith. Um, Rob Rock, Rob Smith, whatever you want to call him. Uh, just we are don't, not. 
related, by the way. Yeah, not related. Just don't call us after um, 9 o'clock. I'll be asleep. But, yeah, so um, so what's news with you? This is our segment where we talk about the news, but also kind of what we've got going on individually. So, guys, what uh, what y'all got going on? What's news with you? Lewis, you got anything happening, man? Uh, Not much. I'm going to my cousin's, cousin's graduation next week. So it's you're a- traveling to Georgia. 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 What, what city? Uh, Augusta. Augusta. Augusta, Georgia. That's cool. that's like a big golf place, right? Yeah, right. So they do PGA. something like is it called Masters or something <laughs> like that? Right? I really don't know. <laughs> well, you're wearing a golf hat. Come on, man. And a, and a polo. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't know. I'm a big sports guy, but when it comes to golf, I'm like, yay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah. So I. Uh, if I sound wonky at any point in this, he is wonky. It's because I got a tooth pulled yesterday, and um, I'm taking half of my medicine. So yeah, that gap know. right there in the front is really throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> it was a back molar, uh, you know, the ones that you can pull instead of have to like do a bunch of work on. But yeah, so that was fun. It was my first time ever being at the dentist no i'm just kidding <laughs> that's why they pulled a tooth yeah. no it was my first time getting a tooth pulled or like any major work done and like if my tooth was like broken half so you're, so, gr- you're kind of grossing me out a little yeah bit sorry sorry <laughs> uh so rob what you got going on you got any news um no we uh went to nashville and produced a mary lou retton tv spot for uh tennessee lottery and that was really cool working with her and being with a being on a pretty big shoot and kind of running the show for that and that was uh, really exciting and mary lou retton if you don't know 1984 gold medalist first female all-around gold winner she was competing if i remember right on the floor with a messed up ankle and i still remember being uh, young and watching the the announcer say man she'd have to pull off straight tens to to get this and to win this against the russians and sure enough, 10, 10, 10, 10, just on and on. It's like, oh, my gosh, it, it's history. That's awesome. And a lot of young people don't realize that. But And I told uh, two young girls, 12 and 14 years old, at the shoot, they were stand-ins for Mary Lou on the beam and stuff. Because Mary Lou can run and do some things, but she's you know she can't be – uh man you can see scars on her shoulder from surgeries and stuff mm-hmm. so she couldn't be super active in that so they had stand-ins and i explained to them that in 1984 and for a couple of years she was one of the biggest stars on the planet kid you not one of the biggest stars on the planet so it's pretty cool working with her and she's just a ball of energy and loves people and uh, made it such an amazing shoot because sometimes working with celebrities they're get they get a little um uh, crotchety and demanding and stuff like that and she was everything but that she was just absolutely amazing yeah that's awesome to hear you say because like i don't know when you talk about like her being a gymnast and being in the olympics and like pulling off this amazing thing like for some reason i don't know about you guys but like this sense of pride of like being an american's like yeah yeah but like, like other than what you said right now about her today like i never knew that person exists but to know that she like based germany i don't know <laughs> the russians man oh the russians yeah. yeah 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 so that was uh that's awesome i don't know yeah, it was surprised about that yeah i'm surprised no one makes a movie out of it because you know what was the um what was the netflix uh series about the chess what was it called uh, queen's gambit queen's yeah. gambit if you could make a movie about chess and keep 
you interested? How many episodes? Was it 10 or 12 episodes or something like that? Maybe 10? I don't know. I I lost count, and that's in a good yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely amazing. If no one's seen that, and we didn't come here to talk about that, but it is an absolutely amazing uh, series, limited series, whatever it is. If they can make one about chess, certainly they can do one about Nadia Comaneci, uh, mm-hmm. Mary Lou Retton, the 1984 Summer Olympics in LA, and make that interesting. So somebody ought to do that. Hello, yeah. somebody. If, uh, you can call us. At, I'm just <laughs> if you've got money, we'll put this together. <laughs> now, so uh, there's some more news. Um, here's something that I that I saw on saw or seen. I get corrected all the time. I saw. I saw. You're from Senatobia, Mississippi. I saw this thing down there yonder, <laughs> but something that I saw on a screen rant is that uh, they there's some rumors going around about Michael B. Jordan playing Superman. What? Yeah. That's huge, man. Yeah, like, what do y'all think about that? I love it. Yeah. A black Superman? Yeah, yeah. man, come on. That'd be awesome, yeah, uh, to have him as a Cal L. But, yeah, so this one says, it says it was reported in February that James – J.J. Abram is rebooting Superman for Warner Brothers. Um, and that the report indicates the casting had not been done for film yet, but hinting at a new actor to come on board to don the cape, maybe Michael B. Jordan to go in a new direction. I hope it's more than maybe, man. That would be, yeah, that, that would be awesome. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll link this article in the show notes, but, um, check that out. I think that'd be awesome just to have someone different. And I love Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it'd be great. Yeah, I, I would be interesting. I I would be interested in just understanding. You know, are they going to stick and stay true to the Superman history and things like that, um, or are they going to kind of take it in a little bit different direction? Which would be totally cool with me. I grew up uh, Superman comics and stuff like that, and super. You know. I hate that Batman beat Superman. I'm here and I haven't watched that and now I can't watch it because Superman's the ultimate man. I mean, yeah. growing up, you can't beat Superman. He had one weakness. Uh, for, but yeah, uh, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I th- that just I'm stoked to hear that, man. Yeah, what do you cool. think, Lewis? That'd be cool. I think it's really cool being a tiny little white guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, there's some more. What you had some WB news, Warner Brothers news. WB, that's the yeah. same thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, they're merging with Discovery apparently. Oh wow! So yeah. Discovery Channel. Yeah, the company in, in general. Discovery. Discovery. Yeah. Like the main Discovery's <laughs> a big deal. Discovery's it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, well, they got a lot like going on. National Geographic's not the same thing as Discovery, right? I think. Discovery owns National Geographic, maybe or possibly. Know. I'm not real clear on that. that if Josiah was here, he would clear Josiah it up would on know. that kind of stuff. That's why this is idiots reviewing all sorts of things. <laughs> all right, so let's address that, man. Um, second episode, and our our uh, guy Josiah is not here. He is driving to yeah. Um, where's he going? Orlando, Orlando to the International Christian film festival yeah international otherwise known as the icff but that sounds like a terrorist group so i'm not gonna say that uh yeah he's headed down there and gonna uh see what's going on down there we don't have any films playing there this year um of course with covid we didn't shoot a whole lot we only shot we shot magnets 
and we've done some other little things, but um, we don't have anything planned down there. But he's going down, and we'll see all the familiar faces that we saw from the Christian Worldview Film Festival a year, year and a half, two years ago. Man, yeah. time is just kind of uh, weird now uh, with a year that we speak not of, but yeah. Some of the people uh, to do appearances is, is Kevin Sorbo. Um, you know a little bit about Kevin Sorbo, right? Yeah, Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, actually, um, Rockwell Visual did a shoot. I uh, see. I'm I'm so messed up on time. Maybe two years ago, we went down to Alabama and shot as the I was second unit. Um, ran the second unit with our crew. Some of our DAI students went on there. Nice paid gig. We went down and shot some Civil War scenes, and we shot. Uh, it's actually a, they had a stand-in that looked from 50 feet away looked just like Kevin Sorbo, but riding a horse and doing some things and in the Civil War battle because that would be part of a flashback sequence in a film. And the film didn't come to fruition. There was some kind of copyright of characters through the book series and things like that. So it kind of fell apart, but we got some great footage out of it, and yeah. we got a connection to Kevin Sorbo. Really yeah. cool. That's cool. And uh, we did task Josiah to try to get an interview or two for the podcast so if if you don't hear that in the next few weeks you know he failed <laughs> <laughs> failed but uh if he's listening to this too josiah you got this man i it, believe in you yeah yeah you can do it uh, it would be really cool if he sent us something and said hey guys slip this into the podcast or something that would be phenomenal right yeah that'd be awesome that'd be awesome well um is there any other news that y'all wanted to mention anything mm-hmm. else there's um, a casting news for knives out too Oh, yeah. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, don't tell me. Not tell me. I forgot. <laughs> uh, Dave Batista, Edward Norton. Yeah, uh, Edward Norton. That's the one I, I like got. Edward yeah. Norton, man. De- Janelle Monet. Easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> and Catherine Hahn are in the cast. Oh, Catherine Hahn. Who's Catherine Hahn? She was just in WandaVision. Yeah. You probably didn't watch it. But yeah. um, Catherine Hahn, did you watch Parks and Rec? Uh, some of it, yeah. She was the. Um, the political, what are they called? Campaign manager in oh, Parks yeah, and I know Rec. Who you're about. She's redhead. Yep. Brownish red hair. Yeah, she's great. Um, she's been in a lot of things. But oh. Catherine Hahn, that's awesome. And uh, Leslie Odom Jr. from. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was in Hamilton. Is that yeah, the Hamilton. Same guy? Yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton. He's also in the uh, in the um, that commercial. <laughs> I forget that commercial. Nation, oh, yeah, know. sure. Is oh. it Nationwide? I don't know. I don't know. Nationwide, if you want to sponsor this, we could have put an ad right here for you. <laughs> just kidding. Quit saying Nationwide, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Until we get that check. No, um, it's something. But there's also a lot of um, upcoming movies. The theater seems to be almost revitalizing. Yeah, man. Um, people are getting back out. That We got uh, this coming up week. Uh, actually, I have no idea any of these movies. So, in the <laughs> hey, next week, I would like to mention a movie. I didn't even think about it. Um, on the Mary Lou Retton shoot, Brian ba- Ball B A U G H, um, check him out. Uh, he was a director. We hit it off. Uh, he asked me. I was a producer, but he asked me to help AD on the shoot since they didn't have an AD, and it's something I, I in my skill set. And um, we got to know each other a little bit. And he he on the day we were shooting. His film, Finding You, was releasing in theaters uh, nationally. Okay. And it was shot in Ireland, has Vanessa Redgrave from my generation. I would know who that is, um, older than me. But, yeah, I know who she is. And I forget the young girl that's in it. But 
I'm going to look that up real quick. Yeah, can, um, we, can because we just link guys, that too? Yeah, yeah. Notes? Catherine McNamara. Catherine McNamara. Yeah, and Jedediah Goodacre. Yeah, so some names in there. Tom Everett Scott's in there. So um, got to work with him. That was pretty cool. So if you're listening, man, go check out Finding You. It's in theaters, and I'm excited. I told him I'm going to the theater. I'll pay the money and support you to see this. And I told him he has to come to the theater and support my first So film. Finding Few. Finding You. Finding You. Y-O-U. Yeah, Finding You. you. Okay, cool. And it's PG rated, oh, so it's it. good, clean, fun, and it looks it like very heartwarming and uh, a bit inspirational. And um, it looks like a pretty nice, beautiful scenery, too. Oh my gosh, in Ireland? Are you kidding? Gosh, yeah, Ireland. I love Ireland. Um, I've never been, but it seems like a cool place to go. Yeah, I've always wanted to go. It seems like a really nice place. Uh, so, May 28th, um, here's some. This is really like, I feel like this is the week that the theater's coming back. A Quiet Place Part Two. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know how they're going to do that, but Disney's that's a Cruella. Story. Cruella. Cruella. Yeah. So it's like is um, that live or it's live action? Um, Emma Stone is playing Cruella. Okay, interesting. That's going to be cool, and it's like a it's like an origin story kind of deal, I believe. A yeah. good trailer. Um, and then uh, Fun House. I don't, I don't know these other ones. American Trader, The Trial of Axis Sally. And then, um, and then my wife is, is <laughs> my wife is excited because Spirit Untamed is coming out on our the day after our anniversary. Is that about a rainbow unicorn horse? No, kitty it's cat um, or something? if you you don't remember Spirit. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt Damon's the horse. I trust me. I did not see it. <laughs> my wife. That's my. I think that's my wife's favorite movie of all time. I've always thought, though, Matt Damon, he would be a good horse. <laughs> he was a good horse. I mean, now that you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good He was good on Mars, and he was good as a horse. Right. He was great on Mars, actually. I really enjoyed that. That was really good. Too bad movie. we're not talking about old movies, but yeah. current movies. We ought to revisit some older ones, too, because I really yeah, like that'd be good at a podcast episode, yeah. maybe. If y'all would like to hear that, uh, comment. Let us know. Um, yeah, man. Emailing, I don't know. <laughs> Shoot, just shout it, just shout it. I'm pointing at the link right now. Click that link. <laughs> Click that link. Uh, all right, yeah. we probably better move on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we all took our time and watched a movie for you all, and that some movie, of us until of one a.m. in the morning last night, <laughs> and and uh, that's the movie called Nobody. What is it called? Nobody. Uh, if if you haven't seen it, we're gonna we're gonna talk just a little bit about it, and then we're gonna talk about spoilers. So we'll, well let you know. I would say um, this is. I'm glad I went into this knowing nothing about it except that it had Bob Odenkirk in it. Yeah, and Bob I love Odenkirk, him. I've always loved him. Everything I've ever seen him in, I loved him. Um, I'm glad I didn't watch a trailer because it's a total spoiler. So if oh, you yeah. haven't haven't seen nobody, don't watch a trailer. And let me just give you a brief. Uh, Super yeah, so, super brief. What's the plot? That's our segment. So, Rob, what's the plot? What's the plot? What's the plot? All right, spoilers, right? But no, I'm not spoiling. bare bone. What's the spo- no spoilers? What's the plot? A guy is leaving his life as a very skilled assassin, trying to live a normal American life with family and his wife, yeah. and. I think that things kind of built up in him and he has to kind of find a release 
And it was the catalyst was somebody broke into his house, stole his daughter's kitty cat bracelet. Yeah, John Wick had a dog. <laughs> we'll get to we'll get into that in the spoilers section. But yeah, like it's it's a fun. I like I. I mean, I'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag, <laughs> the kitty, <laughs> the, the cat out of the bag yet. But um, but I did like it. You know, um, I wa- I sat down and watched it twice now, and like I just it was a good fre- refreshing movie. That let me be clear, I would not watch this with my kid. No, um, yeah, I'll, that's what I was yeah. going to say. I mean, it's rated R. It's ex- it's extremely violent. Yeah, um, it's got it's uh, more than its fair share of f bombs and GDs and things like that. So it's definitely not family friendly. But you know, personally, I don't have a problem with violence. Um, yeah, but you know, because it doesn't make me want to go kill people. You know, because mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah, it's like a video game. I'm not. Yeah, gonna, right, right. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, I thought it was a, a fun ride for sure. For for me, uh, just some info about it. But and while I'm looking this up, what do you think about it? Just in general, yeah. no spoilers, Lewis. Uh, I really liked it. Like I I went in kind of thinking it was going to be like a a rip off of John Wick, but it, after watching it, it's like completely unique, like more stylized, and I feel like it kind of goes more in depth into his character than John Wick. Yeah, and um, I I think too, you know, it's like. Taken one, taken two, mm-hmm. taken nineteen, taken twenty. Uh, Liam Neeson. I mean, I I like those movies. Honestly, I do because mm-hmm. you know it's. It, I think inside all of us guys, we want to imagine that we're tough and we can handle these yeah. situations, right? And um, it wasn't your typical. It wasn't a Liam Neeson man. It had yeah. all the a lot of the elements, but what about the comedy side of nobody oh, it was yeah. it was amazing i thought i was an idiot for laughing at it the first time i watched it then lisa and i watched it last night and she's laughing i'm like holy smokes it's not it's it meant funny, to be right? yeah. yeah it was really funny well here's the numbers here's the numbers so um it's uh it was released march 26 2021 um it's number one in my heart i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so it had a budget of sixteen million. That that let me let's just talk about that a minute. When's the last time Hollywood made a movie for sixteen million? I don't know. I mean, that I was blown away when I looked at that last night because my second watch, I was kind of scrolling IMDb and I was like, sixteen million. Yeah, Hollywood makes movies for one hundred twenty million. Yeah, exactly. And so this is just according to Wikipedia. It's made. Um, it says. Uh, within $25.4 million in the United States and Canada. Yeah, domestic, yeah. $22.5 million in other territories. And a worldwide total of $47.9 million. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. That's making bank right there, man. That's awesome. And I could see this being picked up as something they can go with, like, like I mean, I would like a sequel. Oh, yeah. there's there will be a sequel. Yeah. Those, those kind of numbers. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I'd be interested in like a John Wick crossover movie. That'd, oh. be, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, because isn't it the same like producer? I don't know. Actually. I'm not sure. All right, director sure. was um, a, a Russian guy, and I, I kind of looked him up a little bit. Um, uh, what's his name? Ilya Ilya Nashuler. and uh, that's a that's another thing I thought was pretty cool. We didn't have a bunch of people playing Russians. We had Russian people, Russian actors in here, 
and I'm telling you this Alexi Serebryakov or whatever however you yeah. say it the the really bad Russian guy at the top of the chain mm-hmm. man he comes in and gets on stage and karaoke's and dances goofy and Lisa's like turning and looking at me like what are we what is this and then he turns into he demonstrates who he is right yeah. off the bat it's like, so, so wow. let's just say that right now alright if you're listening from this point on if you haven't seen it uh, go watch it pause it come back so spoilers so so let's do this before we get into spoilers so that people can listen up to this point and then we'll say spoiler alert um let's go around the room this is called didn't hate it podcast yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good did would you like it hated it what what do you think guys i really liked it yeah, yeah i didn't hate it man i thought yeah. it was really good yeah i didn't hate it i think i actually loved this yeah. And I couldn't wait to watch it a second time. But Lisa kept saying, well, wait for me because I'd like to see it. And it's like, I'd have watched it days ago. Um, so, yeah, I would say if you're into action, you don't mind violence and some words. Um, and as far as gore, there were, spoiler alert, a little bit, tiny spoiler alert. You see it in the trailer. There are some headshots and stuff like that. So uh, Tons of explosions and things like that. But the it's not gory if I could say that. Yeah, it's, it's not violent Tarantino and blood, glory. but it's yeah, it's not a. It's crazy more like over the top. It's just, really close to over yeah. the top. <laughs> yeah, it felt yeah. like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now it wasn't like Mortal Kombat. It was more just like I don't know. It was palatable. Is mm-hmm. right, right, right. It was very much palatable well gore. Or say mm-hmm. now, do we drop the hammer and say spoiler alert? Don't listen past this point. And I would mm-hmm. again say, don't watch a trailer or anything. Yeah, just go and watch it. And that's what I kind of did. I saw the one thing about uh, the kitty cat bracelet, but then uh, that's the only thing I kind of seen. Like, <laughs> and a that's teaser. not really a spoiler. Yeah, it's it's not. just a cutesy. And so um, right, going so. into it, very like I was like, whoa, awesome. <laughs> so uh, hammer drop spoilers from here on out. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So uh, with the with spoilers in tow, okay. Uh, what's some things that y'all liked about it? Um, for me, I'll just start. I think uh, at the beginning there's this montage of like the 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 monotony, the mon- mundane, everyday, <laughs> the um, everyday. I love that. And how much like um, uh, the, was it the commuter that was Liam Neeson where he was putting on his ties and redoing his day? Mm-hmm. When that started, I kind of went, "Oh, groan." And the second time watching it, it's like I started noticing things. Yeah. Like his wife is the realtor on the sign in the bus stop yeah. or whatever that she was and that. Exactly. Little, I started noticing little things like that. It's like, oh, I love that. It's like yeah. these little things are like pushing him over to the edge. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how they did it too. Normally I don't like those little quick like montage kind of things. Um, but it kind of added to like, okay. This is just every single day, and it's just way you can just tell it's just like, <sighs> and so so I thought that that was pretty cool. So let's back up to the opening image. You know, we uh, I teach at DeSoto Arts Institute, and these guys are both some of our writing students and filmmaking students. Um, but we uh, teach Save the Cat, and one of the things I love about Save the Cat is they talk about the opening image and the closing image. Yeah. Opening image and closing image were the same in the movie. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, no, there was a follow up. Yeah. There was a little yeah. after scene. Yeah. So opening image. Talk about that. Yeah. So the opening image, he's he's at the 
the interrogation table. He's like opening a can of tuna. He's got this cat coming out of his jacket. He's handcuffed. And he's got handcuffs Beat to on. crap, man. And just, just like you can tell he just had a bad day. And then it just kind of starts, right? Am I missing anything here? Yeah, I love it. He said, who are you? And, of course, they throw some words in there. Who are you? And then it pops on the screen, nobody. Nobody, yeah. yeah. I like, too, how, like, I like the choice of the cat. I'm a cat. I love, we have three cats at home. But I, and they're my wife's cat. There's one that's my cat. But I love how the cat is kind of this, like, this, like, little ratty, like, tiny, like, malnourished kitten almost. Like, it's just the runt. Very much like him. Yeah, but very much like him at that moment. Been living in an alley look or something. (laughs) Yeah, I I love that. And then you get into that montage. If you, is it a montage? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, filmed like a montage. It's like Monday. Tuesday, and every Tuesday misses the garbage (laughs) truck. And and come on, guys, that is me every single like our our garbage (laughs) is picked up on Thursdays. I'm like, (laughs) I've got a reminder Sunday 8 p.m. garbage on street. It's like if it pops up, I get up right then and go. Yeah, yeah. So I can I can very much relate to some of these things. Um, So I really like that. And it's like like I said, push him to that breaking point. What do you think, Lewis? Yeah, I, I really liked it. Like, uh, all the cast was like amazing, including like Christopher Lloyd, who's one of my favorite characters. Oh, yes. uh, his what father. A nice surprise when yeah. he popped on screen. I was like, yes. All they can think of was like, Doc Emmer Brown. Yeah. How old is Christopher Lloyd? Is he 82 ish? Something like that? Let me see. I I can pull him up. Exactly. 1938. 82. Wow. To be honest, until this movie, I kind of thought he was. I kind of <laughs> don't, thought, don't, don't. Then you need to watch I'm Not a Serial Killer I'm with Max a, Records. Is it Max Records or Record and Christopher Lloyd? Amazing movie. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love okay. It. Yeah. I'll we we ought to watch that sometime and talk about it, even though it's a little older. Mm-hmm. Connie yeah. Nielsen from, um, oh my gosh, what was she in? Uh, Wonder Woman. She was one mm-hmm. of the Amazon women, she was the leader. Mm-hmm. She was in Gladiator. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Riz's character, like, uh, I wasn't expecting to like him. I kind of thought he was just like a rapper, just trying to get into the movie industry. I got you. Yeah, yeah the uh, the guy on the radio. Yeah, but yeah. I, I ended up really liking his character, too. So he's a, a rapper? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Harry, Harry Manziel, yeah. Yeah, the first time I watched it, I didn't catch that... Um, Bob Odenkirk's character and Hutch is his character. Yeah, and Hutch. the black guy were brothers because I must have blinked and missed the picture. Yeah, so of I saw and the, the picture. Two brothers. I and like, oh, I, nice. I, for, I actually did connect the dots at that time, but then like I don't know. I'm, I didn't imagine him being who he was when he showed up at the end. You know, mm-hmm. I was like. I was like, oh, cool. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to be, you know, an assassin, yeah. you know, sniper I, type. I thought he was going to be, you know, like you always have like the superhero, but then they have like the sidekick that's like the tech person. Yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah. thought he was going to be that, but then he just has that rifle, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, th- th- yeah. There's this part, if we're talking yeah. about him, where yeah. these three guys line up in the hallway, and yeah. he just, <laughs> yeah. and then at the very end, 
spoiler, there's an end credit scene. Like he's he's like retelling. Yeah, did Lord. you really take down he's three like, of one shot? Three. He's like, yeah, man. That was just great. Like in the callbacks in the movie. Yeah, and that that's funny too, um, because that's part of the comedy in this, and I, it's not over the top comedy for sure, but it was definitely well intentioned, well placed comedic moments and stuff but there was an organic realism to it at the same time yeah then that's what i love and lewis you mentioned about how it was stylized and stuff Mm -hmm. it was uh it was violent it was comedic at at its moments and probably a number of moments i'd love to have like a count of that was purposely to get a laugh um but it all fit so well yeah like i loved like the how stylized and creative the action was like how he put the shotgun shell on the door and waited for him to pull the string. Yeah, yeah that's that was cool. Oh, and how about putting the, is it a Claymore mine where, you know, this towards in, the enemy, and he, like, at the end, they're out of ammo, and he slaps it to the front of that shield and Sticky walks right bone. towards the bad guy. Yeah. And Lisa was like, oh, no! I was like, whoa, whoa, quit yelling, quit yelling. It was great, yeah. Uh, some of the funniest moments for me was um, – like there's a scene where he's going to all these tattoo shops to find the girl, oh. and the, when when he like they see his tattoo on his wrist, the one guy's like, "All right, yeah, I'm out." <laughs> he's like, "Thank you for your service, brother." <laughs> and then he goes behind the door, lock, 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 lock. And he's remind me like every time I stayed the night with my grandparents, it's like, "All right, we gotta lock the door." <laughs> that's good I, when it got to that moment you know Lisa's over there she's doing some kind of cross stitching or something so she's just kind of glancing up and down I said hey stop and watch this scene this this scene is just genius because you know he's fixing to get messed up and he holds that wad of money up and they said hey you flashing that kind of money he said there's three kinds of people <laughs> that would do this somebody who doesn't know any better somebody who whatever and then somebody who says i wish one of you would try to take my money <laughs> yeah I, I like that a lot and then, and then he um, said well, what can i do for you <laughs> his voice kind of cracks so, and then I, I do like the little the quick shots like where they it's not wet pans but it's kind of uh, who, somebody else does that. The guy, the baby driver, actor. I mean, actor, director. Edgar Wright, Wright. Wright kind of yeah. does those things. Taco Watiti does those things. Where it's like a quick cut to like just the thing. It's like boom, just a little smash cut. Yeah, yeah like a smash yeah, cut. Yeah. That's what it's called. And so th- those are funny. Uh, some of my f- other favorite things was <laughs> when when they're in the in the in the club, I guess. And the guy uh, he comes up and he's like he's like. This is my this is my brother or whatever or one of my best men. He's like, he's like, but he's he's black. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, my father left my mother. Yeah, <laughs> he's my father's from Ethiopia, and he yeah. said something like ran in the Olympics or something like yeah, that. Yeah, ran he left in the us. Olympics. My mom and me here it hasn't been easy. Yeah, it hasn't been easy. And then like, there's a scene where great setup because later yeah, later <laughs> they had this car crash and like the guy's basically he's passing on. <laughs> and Bob Odenkirk Hutch is uh is talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, man, I I never seen a black Russian before." <laughs> and, and he said, "Yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot." And then like, I did like you have that comedic moment, and then this moment where he starts to kind of like spill his heart to the guy. Yeah, and then he looks over, and the guy's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and that just adds to the comedic element a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's that's the thing too. Is it um. It's set up an expectation 
for something like it, the camera's going to go back to this guy and he's going to say something like, I don't care, you know, or whatever. But the camera goes back and he's dead. <laughs> and Hutch has been talking to himself for a few seconds or something like that. It was little things like that that I felt like was a perfect little setup. And then it switched the pivoted, the expectation went another direction. And it, but it was so satisfying at the same time. Yeah. And there's another part, um, where he has all those four guys on the couch. Yeah. And and the one guy's like so he's talking to him. He's talking to him. He looks at and they're dead. Did you notice there's like four more back in the back or something laying around? Uh The flashback scene where he's uh, talking about letting the guy go at the end before he quit. I thought that was amazing too. Yeah. Where he's uh, misremembering things and you can see the memory sort of changing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's really good because uh, IMDb in the goof said that you know he says. No, was it a Walther PPK? No, it was a something forty-five, and the gun's yeah. clearly a nine-millimeter parabellum. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, people call that a goof, but you're right; it's a misremembering. Uh, it's hard to say misremembering of details, like we do. And so that was pretty cool. That's a good that catch, a good man. Catch, yeah, that's a really mm-hmm. good catch. Well, what else? What, what, what the soundtrack was awesome. Like uh, I told myself a lie. Nina Simone and yeah. yeah impossible dream i really love the soundtrack too yeah yeah i I did too but and and this is what i love about soundtracks sometimes is when i don't they don't get in the way and i felt like this one definitely did not get in the way it was Mm -hmm. there i feel like it kind of added to the movie it's like a lot yep yep it um it's like you're hearing music and you're hearing a song and it fits so well you don't even pay attention to the song you're Mm -hmm. just taking in the Mm -hmm. whole movie yeah, the, I just remember the, the when the guy comes in and starts singing the song, yeah. and then the thing he does with the glass. And, oh, oh man, that's oh, crazy. I know that he's uh, that's not that would be brutal, but it goes beyond brutal. It's savage or yeah. sadistic or yeah. Mm. And then he's like, you know what that was? He's like, no. He's a three percent stakeholder in the was it Ash Ashba. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like a retirement fund for gangsters, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they take turns guarding the money. Nice setup, too, because, I mean, I don't know if anything like that's real. But uh, what a great um, premise for a film that there's – did they ever say how much it was? They didn't. It seems like it would have to be billions to – It was like parts of money. Yeah, uh, pallets and pallets and pallets of $100 bills. That's yeah. crazy, man. It's crazy. And so – if you've watched it, um, you know this, but the main bad guy, I guess, um, is like in charge of all this money. But uh, l- let's let's talk about that real quick. How does he get into all this trouble, right? Um, like what we said at the beginning, he um, he's kind of like being nudged each and every day <laughs> to like to this breaking point. And I think we've all been there. Where, like, I don't know about you, but I've had a bad day and I looked around, even like, like as someone in ministry, I'm like, I want to fight this group of people right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay, Zach, we need to talk. <laughs> oh, no. And then I repent. And then, <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of get what he's, uh, what's happening to him because, you know, I played guitar and played in some bands growing up and you don't play in a band for 10 years and you start getting an itch. Mm. So I kind of feel like, you know, he's that kind of guy or somebody that was in sports and broke an ankle or a knee or something like that and they have to sit on the sidelines. Eventually, you know, you got to you got to get back in your game or whatever. And his mm-hmm. game is 
what he, he was the auditor. The auditor. They said, Dad, you were in the Army. You're a veteran, right? He goes, yeah, I was an auditor. And then later he explains what that meant. He's yeah. the last guy to show up to clean up. Uh-huh. And you don't want to see him, and he left no one alive. It's like, whoa, that's yeah. what an auditor is. And so he ends up on this bus and just beats up. Yeah, that's cool. The first time I watched that, I was like, so he even mentions this girl's getting home safely tonight. Mm-hmm. And that was a big dude that mm-hmm. they knocked the book out of his hand standing against that little black guy. It's like, yeah. that was a big dude. And he's like, no, I'm not doing this. Um, but he said, this girl's getting home safely tonight. I I was sitting there thinking, and, and, and it's pretty cool what my thought process, because I think it was an in, intentional from the writers and directors, said she's getting home safe tonight. So I expect him to go back and take her by the hand and walk her off the bus and then fight or something like that. He didn't take her off the bus <laughs> because he it wasn't about her getting home safely tonight as much as I'm fixing to screw you up. Yeah, and he I'm fix, to I'm fixing to scratch that yeah. itch because remember when he walked out of the house after confronting his uh, home invaders, he went out and punched the wall like four or five times. Man, the brick wall yeah. busted up his knuckles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was that. The it, it's starting mm-hmm. to itch, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so he. Um, but then even I don't know about y'all with this motivation of whenever he like punches a guy and breaks his. What's it called? His windpipe, mm-hmm. and then but he like takes a tracheotomy. The time, yeah, the tracheotomy. I was like, well, he. It's not that he wanted to murder all these guys. Yeah, which he ends up doing that <laughs> to one guy, but um, he just wanted to like get this out of him. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then the next few like scenes, he's just like, everything's great, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because uh, he had that release. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's. Uh, I don't think he's a savage like our uh, Alexi character in there, or Yulian. It was the character's Julian. name. I don't think uh, Hutch is savage, but he's going to take care of business. And I think that was a sign that he's different from the Russian Yulian in this yeah. case, is that he's not going to just kill you just for the sake of making a point. And he'd want to help the guy instead of let him sit there and suffer, you know choking on his own blood or something like that. It yeah. was kind of gruesome right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that, um, like, it just goes back to why he's who he is. And he says, like, the quotes, like, I was an auditor for, for the the big three-letter words, I guess, CIA, FBI, mm-hmm. you know, you know, say that. But um, he was on the good side in our perspective, I guess. Mm-hmm. He was on the good side of it all, you know. So I don't think he's, like you said – this psychopath like the other guy. And well, I don't know if I would say he's not a psychopath, but, <laughs> but like, well, well, no, no, you're right. I mean, he, he had some kind of, um, value system for sure, but killing somebody is part of his job. So he did. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say like, I, I love the build up to the bus scene where he's sitting in the back and he's like hoping these guys get on the bus so he can finally have that release. He's like saying, God, please open that door for me. God doesn't close one door without opening another one. He says, God, please open that bus door. (laughs) (laughs) Those poor Russians. (laughs) Those poor Russians, yeah. And and I love that he – little things, too, that were just so – you know, we've written films and I've directed films and you guys have worked on films with us. And it's little things that – 
add up to make a whole. And, you know, the French word mise-en-scene means everything in the frame, basically everything on the set. Um, we are we are rephrasing that, j- just calling it every tiny little thing, how it adds up and builds up and stuff. So when he asked the bus driver to hop off the bus and then he takes her phone, and it's mm-hmm. like if you're not paying attention, why did he take the phone? So she wouldn't call the so cops. So she wouldn't get, call the cops or go social with it. Yeah. I did like that when, um, you know, he's on the bus and then, you know, if, if I saw, he just like leaves and then it's the same kind of thing at the end where they're like, oh, like you did all this. And then they get the phone call together and they're like, look at each other. Like, oh, it's like nobody. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering, I'm wondering who called the cops to say, yeah, uh, well, let him go. <laughs> whoever it is, is the same person at the end who calls when they're looking at the house. Mm-hmm. And like, I love that part too at the end. Uh, like, is, is that in credits when they're looking at the house? Did it go to any credits or it just went to black and then came back? Yeah. It went to black and said three months yeah. later. Yeah. Three months later. And they're, they're looking at this nice house and the realtor's phone rings. That was cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Her phone keeps ringing. Unknown call. Um, it's for you. <laughs> it's for you. He's like, okay. Yeah. Hey, does this does this have a basement? <laughs> <laughs> and they said it together, yeah. did they? Or did the wife say it? Oh, maybe or, the wife did say yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. That's but, pretty good, good too, because on the human element, that speaks to where they are in their relationship and their understanding yeah. that of who he is and what he's done. Because it apparently wasn't a secret from her, you know, because he's getting beat up and she knows. Yeah, yeah, apparently it was a tough day, um, but she's accepting that. Yeah, does this house have a basement? <laughs> yeah, I like that. And uh, if we didn't say it before, like he like turns a record on at the end and just like his house goes up in flames. Yeah. We hadn't talked about that. Yeah, that's that's pretty that, cool. Yeah. That's really creative too. Um, it did break my heart. I don't, anybody else, a music lover. I yeah. love yeah, it. Broke my heart vinyls. to see thousands of oh. vinyl 12 inch albums on the wall. And this is just a logistical question though. Like as a teenager, I loved vinyls and music. And I still do. Like what happened if the son like was down there in the basement and accidentally took that vinyl, <laughs> that, that album, <laughs> that album, and burned the house down? Like, I didn't know. Yeah, it's like that record was fire, man. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally fire. What does he say? He says uh, he's like the human body burns at certain temperature, and this one burns way hotter. Yeah, than something that. like at fifteen hundred degrees. Uh, no bone and nothing is left of the yeah. human body. And this one's designed to go twice that hot or something. Yeah. yeah, It's pretty cool. That's, I, I like that. That's pretty cool. So yeah. Anything else you want to say about Lewis? Uh, there was this one scene I really liked after he got that release. Uh, he sort of talked to his son, like, uh, that was a nice tackle. I'm proud of you for having my back. Oh and yeah. Sort of him reconnecting with his son after that sort of embarrassment his son had for him. Yeah. And it, to yeah, me, it was kind of like, he he didn't blame his son. Like he's like that, that would have been my instinct too as a teenager, you know, to just tackle. He's like, thanks for having my back. You know, that was good. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool because it it a, a little bit speaks to the impetuous nature of a teenager. It's like they're not thinking about the danger, the consequences, what could go wrong. And mm-hmm. as you get older, it's like I could go over there and stop this, or I could get involved in this. But what are the repercussions? I mean. My family's sitting over there. Is someone going to, you know, knock me out, shoot me or something and mess with them? A teenager doesn't think like that. Hutch was thinking like that. It's like he, exactly. he even explained uh, 
in his words that um, I just wanted to minimize the damage or something like that. And then once we know the girl's gun wasn't loaded, we understood that they can't do that much harm. Well, and I I really did think that maybe he didn't attack because he was in like witness protection at first, you know, Mm -hmm. but he wasn't, it turned out he wasn't in witness protection really i guess kind of very similar i would say at least yeah yeah but i feel like if i just go into witness protection and then beat up a bunch of guys on the bus they're like all right you're going to jail (laughs) (laughs) this guy was like in in kind of a a wick sec where they're like he did it again let's erase all this (laughs) right right. all right just walk away man but i do think i like this is another thing that i've noticed is that he takes the painting from the obskick or whatever it's called. Obshack or something, yeah. Um, yeah, that and that's another one of those little things and the whole every tiny little thing adds up. The rich wealth uber rich wealthy criminal, Russian criminal Yulian, he's an art lover. Yeah, and yeah. somebody mentions that he you know, what's his point point pain point or something like that? How can mm-hmm. I get to him? Especially if he doesn't even really care about his little brother, you know. They True. said you hated him. Yeah. Uh, it's his art collection, yeah. so Hutch goes in and takes some of his art. Yeah, but was it? So just remind me, and maybe did he take the art to like be like, I got your art, or did he take it to sell it and start over? Oh man, you're gonna make make me watch it a third time. Also, <laughs> I think he took it to start over. What do you think? Yeah, his first piece of his new future. Well, like no, they should have showed. They should have showed him looking at the house, the new house at the end, and hanging it on the wall. But he gave all of his his reserve gold to his father in law. Remember, right? To buy the building. Did he give all of it? May I don't know. You don't know. I I would love to like know how much a gold ingot of that size weighs and what the value is and stuff because he did dump. He does a lot of Yeah, his father in law was like, Oh, yeah, and so told his son, Shut up. Yeah, I, I like that. What am I going to do? Yeah. I like the scene where he just on instinct, he punches a brother in law in the stomach. He's, he's like, like, I'm sorry, like, but I don't breaths. care. Yeah. Take deep breaths. All right, so the, the back to the comedic moments. Uh, that was a comedic yeah. moment because the brother in law was all the tough guy and stuff, you know. Yeah, I heard, you know, you had a little run in at the house. He comes in with that. I think it's a Sig Sauer, and he's got that gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he oh, just yeah. puts it in his face, and Hutch is like, don't put a gun in his face. Well, safety's on. Oh, uh, now it's on. <laughs> and so, like, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the same uncle that the the son is supposed to be interviewing. Right, right. right? Yeah. And then, like you said, he just punches him, like, in the chest, and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful, too, because if you've ever been punched in the stomach, especially off guard, uh-huh. oh, man, I'd rather be punched in the face, man. <laughs> I would not want to be punched in the throat, though. No. That would be terrible. So yeah, um, anything? Any more comments about the movie before Man, you we know kind of wrap it up? I really loved it. I really loved the um, you know didn't hate it podcast. I really loved it. I really really did. It was violent for sure. It had some words and stuff, but nothing that we don't see in almost everything anymore. And uh, it had comedy, action. Yeah, he was a certified BA. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just bad to the bone. Um, the family relationship and the human side of it was there and it gave you lots to think about, which helped you understand the motivation of his character and why he's making some of the choices that he's making. And 
you know, sometimes uh, characters are put in a situation where they just have to do stuff. And it mm-hmm. felt to me a lot of times he didn't have to, but he wanted to. And that's what yeah. I think was kind of refreshing in this. Yeah. Yeah, I like, did too. Like, yeah, he just he wanted to beat those guys yeah, up, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh Liam Neeson in in the Taken and Commuter and anything else that he's done. In every Liam Neeson movie yeah. besides yeah. what? Star Wars. Right. <laughs> and uh uh Lime Witch in the Wardrobe or yeah. Narnia and all Love that. actually. Right. So um yeah, Liam has to act to get his daughter and his wife back or whatever's mm-hmm. going on, third cousin, whoever somebody snatched and ticked him off about his dog that's john wick um but he had to do those things right yeah and that's the cool thing about hutch mansell and and nobody is sometimes he didn't have to he didn't have to beat russians half to death and one of them i guess died he didn't have to do that every time but it's scratching that itch man he wanted to yeah yeah and uh I think the the funniest part is like the bracelet is the catalyst, and yeah. then he finds the bracelet underneath the, <laughs> yeah. the couch. Oh, oh, there it is! There it is. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I'm this deep in already, <laughs> you know." So that that's good. And that's good. Well, guys, let's uh let's talk about a um let's move on to our segment. You watch what? <laughs> you watch what? And so this is where we're going to uh, talk about the things that we watched on behalf of you, our viewer. And so, if there's some stuff that you want I'm us not, to watch, let me just make a point. I'm not watching anything a viewer wants me to watch. <laughs> now, if they say you should watch this because it's amazing, I might watch it. Yeah, but I ain't watching junk, man. Oh uh, yeah, well, I've got my free time is spent watching some great TV. So. Well, and also maybe there's something that that you as a viewer want to watch that we may have already watched and we can just talk about it. Yeah. Because family friendliness. Yeah. Seriously. I would not mind hearing some suggestions because we're trying to stay current and, uh, we're going to talk about mortal Kombat coming up. Right. And, uh, Kong, is it Kong versus Godzilla? Godzilla versus Kong. I thought it was Kong versus Godzilla. No, Godzilla. Don't make me IMDB you, Jack, and put you in your spot. versus Donkey Kong. (laughs) (laughs) It's Kongzilla. It is Godzilla versus Kong. Told you. (laughs) Just kidding. Wow. So, so yeah, Lewis, you watched what? I I finished watching Invincible on Amazon Prime. Okay. It's really really good. It's about this kid named Mark. He's discovering his superpowers for the first time, and he has this really powerful superhero dad. And about it, the first episode seems like a sort of generic. Seems like sort of a generic superhero show, but it slowly turns into this sort of why done it mystery, and it's a uh, really interesting and really goes really in depth into the characters, and it has a really star-studded cast, like uh, J.K. Simmons. I think a lot of the cast of The Walking Dead is in it. Stephen Ewan, uh, yeah. Sandra O. Oh. Yeah, because mm. it's the creator of The Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Make sure you get super close because you're not getting my yeah. thing around so you're comfortable. Yeah. All right. All right. Now let's pick back up and get a little spike in the audio. Know yeah. where to edit. Yeah, so Invincible mm. uh, with Robert Kirkman. That's yeah. really good. I haven't watched that yet. Um, Rob, what you been watching? Man, um, you know, I like watching some older movies, especially mm. that were, you know, really popular back in the day. So I watched Shane, 1953 with Alan Ladd. Uh <clears throat> excuse me pretty good movie i mean you know everybody ought to watch it because it's a piece of film history mm-hmm. and it was pretty popular um had some parts that i really liked and parts i didn't but uh that's just the way it was but 
you know, we cut our cable um, a couple months ago, but we have Pluto TV, Pluto. and they will send me a check for mentioning Pluto, right? <laughs> Not the planet, but the the TV. <laughs> Is it a it's channel? Do we call them channels or stations anymore? Yeah, <laughs> or an app or an whatever. App, yeah. <laughs> so we flipped that on, and we got classic TV, and uh, we really like that because it shows I grew up with. But I, okay. I, the love boat has anybody ever heard of the love boat i mean love i've boat. heard of the love boat <laughs> and society and new um been watching that and here's what i love about it. it's actually well written and there's always like three stories intertwined and all of the stars of the days now i grew up you know through 70s and 80s and all of the big stars even from older movies are in this uh marion ross mrs cunningham from happy days you guys know who that is, right? Charo. You guys know Charo? You, know, you don't know who Charo? That was my best Charo impersonation ever. Florence Henderson? Florence. Brady Bunch people? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, Judy Landers? Connie Stevens? Um, Look, I'm going to scroll down here. Aaron Morin? Joni from Happy Days? Dick Van Patten? Eight's Enough? Come on, these are big... Jimmy Walker, J.J. Walker, dynamite. <laughs> okay, I, I think yeah, I, know I know that. Him. All right, but good. Ethel Merman. To, to be uh, honest, Rob, <laughs> you saying all these names, and me and Lewis are like looking yeah. at each other. Like, I have no um, idea who this is. No y'all don't know who Vic Tayback is? I know uh, what Vic's vapor is. <laughs> <laughs> Don Adams. Don Adams. Get Smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, no, right, yeah right. Yes, yes, 86 yes. and 99. Melissa Sue Anderson, Little House on the Prairie. Yes. You, they're looking at me like I'm a nut. Um, <laughs> Sonny Just, Bono. Sonny Bono. I know Sonny. Sonny. And, and Cher. Oh, yeah. That was a test, Zach. Yeah, I'm proud deal. of you. Uh, yeah. Lewis, let's just smile and nod. Yeah, Vicky smile Lawrence. And Mama's good. Maureen McCormick. Is anybody? Anybody? Any, if you're out there and you're um, at my young station in life you'll know who maureen mccormick is yep no marcia 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 oh, marcia from the brady bunch that yeah that's funny um well uh, i i watched this show recently called Harvey corman <laughs> called um funniest Down, man alive oh funniest man alive no he died about 10 oh. years ago shouldn't have said that may he rest in peace um, but I, a show that I watch, I think, is really uh, good to recommend is there's a show on Netflix called Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. And so what it's about is Zac Efron is going um, with this guy uh, on an adventure kind of, uh, and it's a documentary called Darren uh, Olin. And he's kind of like a, I don't want to say guru, but he's like a health aficionado, you know, a guy who... He's really into health and stuff like that. I thought you said health. I didn't <laughs> know if that was the Cenotopia or the tooth pull. Health. Health. Yeah, um, yeah so. Lorenzo Lamas. They go to all these different places. They go to Iceland, France. Um, one episode, they go to Puerto Rico, talk about the devastation of the hurricane, stuff like that. But but it's really about like how we can be better as, as humans like like on a health standpoint. I can't be any better health um <laughs> I did have a cheeseburger on the way. Like, <laughs> but also about how we can be better as a as humans like with they go to Iceland and talk about the renewable energy um efforts and stuff like that. But then one episode in particular that I really stood out to me was they go to 
Um, I'm looking it up right now. They go to France and they're talking about water. Like the whole episode is about water and the benefits of water and like a tap water versus spring water and how France has all these um, water uh, um, spigots, if you will. That's a very southern thing to say. Spigot. No, spigot is a. Um, from the British term spigota. No, I mean <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> it's an Italian term, spaghetti. <laughs> but he talks about all these spigots that they have, and they run all this clean water, so that if you go to France, that you can just bring a bottle and it's all um, free. I think, and they also have like some stations with sparkling water, like just out. I, of the I just tap. want to point out, isn't it a crazy world where we have to? That we think it's odd that water is free. It is. It is. It's that really is weird. We've and been they sold. They talk about that. We've been sold a bill of goods to think that our tap water is not safe to drink. Exactly. And we live in the Memphis area. Artesian wells, underwater mm-hmm. aquifers, sand yeah. filtering, and all that. We got the best water in the world, but we still go buy water. Exactly. And um, what's the reason I mentioned that episode in particular? They go and they meet with this guy to talk about holy water and about how you know the benefits, um, but also the um, that the the church has over the years investigated all these persubed and I'm doing air quotes miracles and. But you don't have to quote miracles. They yeah. happen. They happen. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. like they investigate. Oh, yeah. Like, if it's really a miracle. Kind of verify. Yeah, that, kind of yeah, verify this. that it wasn't like an MRI fluke or something, you know. But it's really cool. I, I would suggest uh, checking that out. Um, it's called Down to Earth with Zac Efron. You can find it on Netflix. Um, and what did you say Invincible was? Uh, on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. You guys know who Betty White is? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, she, we, she's no, still no. around, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She is born in 1920. Oh, that's 1820. <laughs> that's funny. My wife the other day asked me how long do I think that, or when do I think Betty White will die? And I said never. <laughs> like, you can't talk like that. No, 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 never. baby, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. So, yeah. If if there's some stuff that y'all want to suggest for the for the for the podcast or something coming up that we need to watch, just uh, you know, comment. Um, hit us up and check us out at uh, Institute. I'm not even going to say www. because there's three W's w- but Zach being from Mississippi <laughs> <laughs> yeah DeSotoArtsInstitute.com and I think slash podcast will land you on our yep. page there but yeah shoot us a message man I'd like to hear I'm not going to watch just anything somebody says they want me to watch but if you sell me on it like you based on your taste and and what you put up with in a movie because i don't put up with some things um and i have uh, preferences there but yeah man i'd love to hear some movies and i know we're going to be talking about uh kong versus godzilla coming up yeah. or is it godzilla godzilla, godzilla versus, versus kong. kong is it kramer versus kramer or kramer versus kramer it's it's yoshi versus <laughs> the donkey kong and um what's the other one i i, I don't i mortal kombat so here's what happens to me. I'd love to hear from you guys. If I expect a movie not to be good and go into it, I tend to enjoy it more. I do yeah. too, yeah. Because most movies have some pleasant surprises and things like that. In it. But man, don't tell me that this is the greatest movie of all time because I go in expecting to see the greatest movie of all time and then I see um, you know, something that's very disappointing. Yeah, yeah. like and 
it's like this idea of my expectations will go up and uh, then yeah so yeah th- thank y'all for joining us um yeah. thank you for staying and listening with us and i hope that you come back and listen to us like share send it to a friend uh like rob said check us out on um www.www.com slash podcast let me help you out zach slash podcast i think that'll land you on our page and stuff but yeah um josiah who is not with us he's out on the road headed to a film festival in florida um he's been watching the analytics on the podcast and it's kind of impressive how many views and likes and listens that we're starting to get so um yeah you know please share it we've got people from europe germany i know germany is probably in europe i just feel like that geographically speaking um don't we have some irish listeners too irish listeners shout out to ireland ireland you know what i really dig ireland and i want to visit there one day you know, outside Arcadia played in Ireland and got some really amazing feedback and said that we captured the American South really well. That's cool. Nice. So I need to go there and then shake everybody's hand and say, thank you guys for saying this about us. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you. you. My name's Rob. Thank you. What's your name? I can't pronounce that. Well, Kyrie, what's um, that? Well, I hope, uh, yeah, y'all keep yeah. listening to us yeah. and uh, we love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Didn't Hate It. Be sure to subscribe and head over to DeSotoArtsInstitute.com if you'd like to know more about us, DAI, and our filmmaking and teaching endeavors. We write, create, shoot, and more. Consider making a donation to help us continue our mission of passing along knowledge to our young friends so they can do the same.